Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hi, everybody. I'm Kelsey Nixon, and this is Kitchen Prescription, the podcast you listen to when you don't know what to make for dinner. Today is episode 36, How to Host Thanksgiving. It's official. With us crossing the line from October to November, the holidays are here. Every year on November 1st, I begin thinking about Thanksgiving. It's like this trigger that happens. And, you know, it's arguably the most memorable meal of the year. And for as wonderful and tradition-filled as it is, it can also be incredibly overwhelming and stressful, especially if you are hosting. So today we're going to dive into the steps I always take to set myself up for success when it comes to Thanksgiving and that delicious feast that I genuinely look forward to. But first, we're going to run through three simple recipes that you could throw on your meal plan if you're stuck trying to decide what to make for dinner this week. First recipe. I am so excited to tell you guys about this. Sheet pan pizza chicken. So this came about because we do pizza night every Friday night. And usually, I would say eight times out of ten, we are picking up pizza. And we usually pick it up from whether it's like a chain place, like a Little Caesars or a Domino's, or we have this great pizzeria in our town called Village Pizzeria that's awesome, or every now and then we'll make pizza. But I was looking for some more options. We have some pizza sliders that are really good in Recipe Club, but I wanted another pizza option. So enter sheet pan pizza chicken. This recipe is so delicious and so brilliant. It's actually much healthier than pizza too because you take out the carb. Now I'm all for a carb, but you essentially use a chicken cutlet. And if you want, you can marinate this in like a little balsamic vinaigrette or some olive oil, balsamic vinegar, some spices or not. And you just build a pizza on that chicken breast and it is delicious. I am telling you, it's so much fun because you can kind of customize your own toppings. So in our family, the go-to is pepperoncini peppers, sliced back olives, cheese, obviously. Um, What else? Sometimes fresh tomatoes, but like the peppers and the, the pepperoncini peppers and the olives are like, my kids love those. And it's so simple. It's so fun. Like I'm convinced this is going to be one of those recipes that my kids remember from growing up. It's been such a hit. So sheet pan pizza chicken, whether you make it on Fridays, this week I'm actually making it on Monday on my meal plan, but such a fun recipe to try. So much fun. Uh, Second recipe, chicken and orzo soup. Now I'm Threw this on my meal plan because I have a really good friend who texted me, we just made your chicken and orzo soup and it was so delicious. And it's November. I want to make soup at least like once every 10 days. And this chicken and orzo soup is so great. It's like 
chicken noodle soup with a twist, meaning you've got a lot of that same flavor profile, yet it's just a little bit different. And orzo is this one, what orzo is, is it's essentially a rice-shaped pasta. And if you wanted to make this recipe with rice instead of the orzo, you absolutely could do so. But my kids really like orzo. It's become this pantry staple that we always have on hand. And I like adding it to soups because it acts almost as like a, it makes things heartier. Like it, it kind of beefs them up a little bit. Um, but this soup is great. It is classic. It is simple. You can either add in some kale or some spinach for some greens in there. Just a really great soup. And anytime I'm making soup in the fall or winter, I'm doubling it up and I'm tossing some in the freezer so that I've got an extra meal on hand, which is totally something I'd recommend for you as well. And then finally, I always do, I'm in the habit of doing a five ingredient recipe once a week right now because we are in the thick of busy extracurricular season between baseball and ballet and other sports like football. We are busy. And Thursdays nights just happen to be our busiest nights. And so those are the nights that I do my five ingredient recipes. And this week I am doing a five ingredient orange chicken bowl. This is a really simple recipe that takes advantage of the most popular item you can buy at Trader Joe's, the mandarin orange chicken from the freezer section. I took that very popular ingredient and I gussied it up with some broccoli and some red bell pepper and it is so delicious. So this is a great recipe for a super busy night when you want something that feels more than just a reheated meal or cold cereal or even a dino nugget. It's like a glorified freezer meal and it's so good. So um, hit with everyone. Everyone loves it. So those are our three recipes for the week. The sheet pan pizza chicken, the chicken and orzo soup, and the five ingredient orange chicken bowls. And I just want to put in a plug here for we're at the beginning of a very, very busy holiday season. It doesn't matter who you are. The holidays are busy for everyone and they're busy with wonderful things, but it also can feel so overwhelming. So I am telling you, make your life easy and plan really simple meals for your weeknights. I don't think this is the time to be trying new complicated recipes that you've been wanting to try forever. Maybe on a Sunday or something like that when you've got some time. Great. But stick to what you know is simple. Keep keep a really simple this month. I just can't emphasize that enough. Or at least that's what I'm that's the gift I'm giving to myself because I know that things between holiday parties and gift giving and hosting and it just gets crazy. So there are your recipes for the week. If you're looking for an even more exhaustive plan, you can get my weekly and monthly meal plans and recipe club where you'll find these three recipes on my meal plan for this week. Or you can build your own weekly meal plan. And when you do that, I like to let the ingredients you have on hand in your pantry, fridge, freezer kind of determine what you're going to make that week. But if you want someone to make your decisions, I will gladly make those decisions and you can grab those meal plans in Recipe Club. All right, let's jump into the back half of the podcast and chat about hosting Thanksgiving. Making Thanksgiving dinner, especially if you've never done it before, can be stressful and intimidating. 
You want to make sure that all the food is warm at the same time, that it's presented, and that is no small task. Planning is key to getting it all done the way you want it or as close to the way you want it. Even if you're a fairly easygoing person, which I'm not sure I'd classify myself as that, but I'd like to be that type of person. But if maybe you're someone who likes to cook from the hip, right? This is the one time of year that you still might want to consider mapping out a game plan so that you can actually enjoy the big holiday with your friends and your family. I don't know that anyone like successfully cooks Thanksgiving dinner like from the hip. They don't wing it. You cannot wing Thanksgiving dinner. I don't know that anyone can successfully do that. So what I decided to do is I wanted to create somewhat of an evergreen guide that you could pull out year after year to help you navigate this much anticipated yet overwhelming holiday. And so it includes, you know, the four questions I always ask myself before I host Thanksgiving, um, a very specific Thanksgiving timeline that starts 10 days before the holiday and gives you very specific things to do each of those days leading up to it so that you are not overwhelmed by the time Thanksgiving gets there. The guide includes ideas for traditions. It includes the tips that save me every single year and obviously includes my recipes, the recipes that I make and are tried and true, the ones that I just love so much. So today on the podcast, I want to go through just a little bit of this guide and talk about hosting Thanksgiving dinner specifically because hosting Thanksgiving dinner And being a guest at Thanksgiving dinner are two very different experiences. And believe it or not, I actually think you need a plan for both. And so this week, we're going to talk about hosting. Next week, we're going to talk about how to be the world's greatest Thanksgiving guest. Because there's some etiquette, there's a protocol, there's some planning involved that I think makes a big difference. But today, our focus is on hosting. So I mentioned those four questions. I like to ask myself these questions before I approach any Thanksgiving holiday, regardless if we are traveling to visit family or I'm hosting at home or maybe I'm at home at my mom's and I'm a big part of the hosting, but I'm not technically hosting. So let's go through these four questions. The first being, are you hosting? Will you be hosting or will you be a guest? About that first week of November, if you do not know your plans, you want to finalize them. You want to firm up what your plans are going to look like for Thanksgiving. Mostly because if you end up hosting, you don't want to figure that out five days before. You want to know. You want to have some advance notice. So that first question, are you hosting? Second, what matters most? What's most important to you about Thanksgiving? Is it specific recipes that are going to be made? Is it specific traditions that are going to be carried out? It's important for you to state what matters most to you, figure it out, and focus on that first. So if it is the food, great. Good for you. I love it. Let's make sure those recipes are going to happen. Let's make sure those recipes are put into a timeline so that they can be executed in a way that feels fulfilling to you. Maybe it's not so much the recipes. Maybe you don't care about having your family's cranberry salad or the stuffing that your grandma made. 
And maybe you just want to enjoy people. So maybe that's what you want your focus to be. Or maybe it's traditions of snapping the wishbone. Whatever it is, figure it out, state it, and focus on that first. Third question that I like to ask myself. What's the plan? Everyone needs a plan. Like I said earlier, no one successfully wings it. So you need to prioritize making a plan. And if in that first week of November, I have no plan, I am going to tackle one. And then the fourth question, who will help? Especially if you are hosting, you are going to take any help offered. Others want to help. Let them help. And if you're hosting a a massive meal, you need the help. So let's go through those four questions again. And these are actually going to be questions that are going to come up in next week's episode too, because I think you ask yourself these questions regardless whether or not you're hosting or guesting is what we'll call it. But first question, are you hosting? Second question, what matters most? Third question, what's your plan? And fourth question, who will help you? All right, so once we've gotten through those four questions, we're going to assume that we answered question number one, who's hosting? Me. We're going to talk about hosting Thanksgiving dinner, whether you are doing it for the first time or you're doing it for the 10th time. Let's talk about hosting Thanksgiving 101. It's exciting. It's nostalgic, but it's also potentially overwhelming and stressful. So before we do anything else, we're going to commit to these principles below. And you may hear some repetitiveness, and I want you to know that that is intentional. So we are going to follow, I believe it's called an acrostic poem, and I I could totally be wrong on this. So you can feel free to DM me or send me an email if I'm wrong. But it's when you have like a a poem where you have the first letter of of a word, whether it's your name or something else, and then you assign a phrase to it. I have memories of doing this in like third grade, but we're going to do this for the word host, H-O-S-T. And the H is going to stand for help. Ask for it. Embrace it. I think it is nearly impossible to be a great host and not accept help. People want to help. And like we've said earlier, they you probably need the help, especially for a big meal like this. One thing that's really important, specifically with hosting Thanksgiving dinner, is if guests offer to bring something. Like let's say you're hosting and you call your sister-in-law to say, oh, I just want to remind you, we're hosting Thanksgiving this year. We're going to get together at this time. We're We want to make sure you know you're invited. We can't wait to see you. And your sister-in-law says, well, what can I bring? My suggestion is to ask people to bring what they love to cook most. What are they best at? And this may involve a little bit of thinking where it's like, um, I don't know, maybe your sister-in-law has a tradition associated with her family and she loves making this you know, uh, jello salad recipe that maybe you don't care about, but you know it's important to her and you know she's comfortable making it. That's a great thing for her to contribute to the meal. Or maybe your sister-in-law 
is a fabulous cook and you know you can trust her with the mashed potatoes. So you're going to sign with the mashed potatoes. But I do think it's nice to ask people what they want to make. I also think it's important for you to realize, thinking about help, focusing on your H, that sometimes it's easier to decide what you don't want to make before you decide what you do want to make. And that list of don't want to makes, those can be the things when people say, oh, I'll make anything. You're going to sign in one of those things. Because we want you to enjoy making the meal as well. We don't want you to be stuck with the things that you don't want to make. Now, in regards to that, if you are hosting, keep in mind that it probably makes the most sense for you to take on the dishes that require the oven. Probably the turkey. Unless, unless you are having someone pick up a smoked turkey from the local barbecue joint. Or maybe your brother-in-law is going to fry a turkey or something like that. But if you're cooking a traditional turkey, wherever that dinner is being hosted probably makes the most sense for cooking the turkey there. It wouldn't have to be, but it probably makes the most sense. All right, let's move on to our next letter. Oh, organize and make a plan. Once again, it's going to sound like I'm repeating some stuff, but these are important things. You need a plan. A plan is a gift when it comes to Thanksgiving. And I implore you to consider making a plan sooner rather than later. You're going to need a plan to fully enjoy the holiday. So you can use my guide, my Thanksgiving guide, my timeline, that walks through each day, 10 days leading up to Thanksgiving that says, this is the day you make this. This is the day you pick up these groceries. It really is the ultimate handhold when it comes to Thanksgiving. Or you can sit down and map it yourself. You can name what matters, state what matters most to you, whether it's the recipes or the traditions and construct your own plan. Regardless, make a plan. Either write it down, put it in your phone, do what you need to do. So we know we're, we're committing that we need a plan. Everyone knows that. I, I don't think anyone's going to argue with me that you don't need a plan. The S in the word host stands for start early and set reminders. The earlier you make a plan, the more chill you're going to be about your Thanksgiving celebration. So start early, make your plan early, and then set reminders. This is one of those, I talked about those crucial tips, the tips that save me every year. Setting reminders, definitely a tip that saves me every year. So once you've mapped out your plan, maybe you do this the first Sunday in November when you've got some time. Set reminders for things like um, do your big grocery shop or... Uh, pull the turkey out of the freezer or make the make ahead gravy. And yes, you can make gravy ahead of time. I've got a recipe in my guide. And take those reminders and put them in your phone. I'm telling you, this is like the greatest thing ever. It totally saves me. And if you're not going to put them in your phone and you use another smart device at home, like A-L-E-X-A, which I'm not going to say because we'll awake her in all of our homes 
or a Google Home device or something like that, you could set timers there as well or reminders. But this is really, really great. And like I said, it's a gift. It's a gift to yourself to start early. Then you can follow your timeline and do a few things in advance to make the big day feel more manageable. Okay, T, H-O-S-T, treasure the tradition. Now I know this is a little cheesy, but I think it's so important. None of this matters. The big meal, it doesn't matter if you don't take the time to enjoy those lasting memories with the people you love most. At the end of the day, this holiday is about family, it's about food, and it's about reflecting on what we're most thankful for. So don't let the unnecessary stress get in the way of that. And the best way to do that is to go a few letters before, to organize a plan, to start early and set your reminders, to embrace the help so that you can treasure the tradition. So that's my best advice, big picture advice for hosting Thanksgiving. And remember, you can get all of this and so much more in my Thanksgiving guide. You'll find it in Recipe Club this month. And if you're not a member, we're running an amazing special for the month of Thanksgiving because I want you all to have this guide and I want you all to have our five recipes for November that make getting weeknight dinner on the table so, so simple that we are offering you 20% off, 20% off the annual price, 20% off the monthly price, however you want to do it for Recipe Club. But there is a code in the show notes. Thankful will get you 20% off this month. Try it out. You'll get the guide along with the recipes and you can print the guide. You can print the recipes. It should make November feel a bit more manageable for you. Next week, we're going to talk about if you answer those first four questions differently and you're actually a guest at Thanksgiving dinner this year, how you can be the world's greatest guest. Some basic etiquette, some simple ideas for host gifts, things like that. I'm excited to get into it. Now, let's take a final moment to celebrate a real-life recipe success of the week. It's Caitlin S. who wrote in a recent Instagram DM, I found your recipe club last week and it's the best. The pesto lasagna is the best thing I've made in so long, and tonight's barbecue meatball sheet pan dinner was a hit. Thank you so much for making attainable recipes for busy families. I really appreciate it. Oh my goodness. Caitlin, making my day. I love this review for so many reasons. One being that these two recipes from Recipe Club happen to be two of my family's favorite recipes. We love the pesto lasagna and we love those barbecue meatballs which we have been making a ton because they were an October recipe and I just will never get over kind people taking the time to send me a note and let me know that they have enjoyed making my recipes thank you so much Caitlin I'm so glad you're liking recipe club I'm going to shoot you a note tell you some other recipes that are favorites of mine in the in the club all right thank you so much for being here you guys and until next time I'm Kelsey I'll see you next week